0: And keeps me sober, money makes me over, how you got here nigga, each day make it colder, get to where it's sunny, I've been stacking flow up, fuck this being po shit. I'm gonna have to show up, mix some something crazy, laboratory soldier, Cassidorus magic chorus, send them like I'm Horus, do it for my granny, motivation blow up. Wrist flick with the gold dust, bitch. I'm going hammer, step through past these cobras. No, you got that heat rock and it's burning through your shoulder. Pussy keep it
1: Recipe for campaign luxury. Oh man, I had such an amazing childhood. I'm the fourth of five kids, and um. one day my siblings and I heard our parents arguing and we, you know, were too young to really get it, but we knew it was about money. So the next time there was a rainbow, the five of us decided that we would ride our bicycles to the end of the rainbow and get the gold, you know, bring the gold home and money problems would be solved. So my oldest brother was like the ringleader in the whole operation. He and my second oldest brother had a paper out. So they had those sacks that um, go over your head with, the, with the, um, the pouch in the front and in the back. So we had two of those. Me and my sister and my brother, my youngest brother, we all had like backpacks and side sashes and whatnot. We're going to go get all the gold. So my oldest brother is like, all right, you guys, you know, gold is really heavy. You know, we can't be greedy. We just got to get what we can fit and and carry home because, you know, it's a long ride to the end of the rainbow. And we just, you know, we got to do what we got to do. So here we set out on our bicycles, right? Y'all. We did not pack snacks. We did not take water bottles. (laughs) We just went riding our bikes, trying to figure out which direction the rainbow is going, arguing about that sort of thing as we just, you know, um, proceed down this road of trying to follow this rainbow to the pot of gold. And so try to imagine this. It is a summer day. So you know what time the sun goes down in the summer. We were out there all day, no food, no water, bickering and arguing on which way the rainbow is going, nothing. And the sun started to go down. So as the sun started to go down, we completely lost the rainbow. Um, We were certainly in the middle of nowhere, had no idea where we were at, We decided to go to um, knock on the door of a nearby house. And in hindsight, this is so funny, I was probably eight. Eight or so at the time and in hindsight they was like the people who opened the door and <laughs> saw us and heard our story they were laughing so hard at us and we did not know why like as a kid I was just like dang this ain't funny we're lost we're hungry we're dehydrated you know now I just try to think of like how I'd respond if five little kids on their bicycles <laughs> up to my house with this story. Anyway, um, we wanted to call our parents, but we didn't know our phone number. So they had a phone book and they looked my parents up and we called. And you know, I grew up in the 80s and that's a hard phone call when you think you're in trouble and you got to talk to your parents. So that was awkward and And um, they're asking like, where are y'all at? And like, we don't, we don't actually know. So they had to talk to the grownups to get the address. And this is all pre-GPS and all of that. So these nice people let us wait at their house until our parents got there with their station wagon. Well, in a family of seven, the station wagon is pretty much, or van what you're going to roll. And it can fit seven people, but guess what it can't fit? Seven people and five bikes. So when our parents got there, um, we couldn't even we couldn't even get a break from riding to go back home. We had to follow their car as they slowly drove the very long route back to our house, and um, just I I think I was worried about being in trouble, but I think my parents were like these children done punished themselves. Okay, um, starving, tired, just awful. And, um, you know, we got back to the house and those those were the days of whoopings, but they let us know we, we ain't even going to whoop y'all, you know, just just eat your dinner and go to bed. <laughs> and that is just one of my favorite um Childhood memories because it was so ridiculously brutal, and we our hearts were in a good place. But we were kids, and I just feel like one of the things that quarantine has made really um, beautiful for me as a mother is witnessing my children just be children. If your kids are doing something stupid or annoying, but they're being children, just embrace it. Because as you well know, there is plenty. Plenty of adulting they have to look forward to later. Um, thank you for listening to my my story. <laughs> I hope it made you chuckle. It's fun to think about. <laughs> and anywhere we go, they gonna
0: play this sound. Down, down, Say they so down, I can't put this down. down, down when it comes to the row, I be the one to bounce. Down. And anywhere we go,
2: what is going on people welcome to the honest expression podcast i know it's been a while but we back thank you to voice 13 i appreciate you shout out to my guy don dishes again for blessing me with another song for this episode this song is called surfing available on all platforms i've been asked quite a bit if i can just give people topics to help submitting their voices So I posed a question on my IG. What would you like to hear and or talk about on the podcast? And I got a lot of responses. So alongside submitting your voices about any and everything, I'll also be putting topics for each episode or for episodes to help with submitting that voice, your voice. So the topic I picked for this episode is... I want to hear people talk about what they love and find hilarious. Voice 14. It almost feels out of place to
3: talk about this sort of thing anymore. But I don't think it should be. I just had the most delicious dinner. Chicken, broccoli, pasta. My wife made it. She's so beautiful. She's carrying our son. He's in the sixth month. And I live in a small place. It's old. Floor's tilted. There's a lot of kind of whack stuff about it, frankly. <clears throat> we don't have cupboard doors on the kitchen. It's real small. Bathroom's tiny. Can't really operate with two people in there. But I'll tell you what, it smells good. You have some real nice chill older music. And I loved it. I loved it. And it got me thinking. How come we only talk about things we hate anymore? How come that's so fashionable and that's so easy and it's hard to say Man, I love that. That's beautiful. Feels like a year ago, we used to talk a lot about shows we were excited to go and see, friends we were excited to spend time together with, places we couldn't wait to go to. We wanted to go hoop with the boys. We had full lives. And then all of a sudden, there's no more laughing, there's no more joking. So I want to get back to that. Because, you know, it gets me thinking about sports. I love sports. And when you win a game together, a hard-fought game, not a landslide, but where you just had to gut it out, your team celebrates together. You look at each other. You're laughing. You're cheering. You're pumped. It unifies people without focusing on unity. It just happens on its own because you love the same thing. When you're at a concert and everybody feels it, everybody there, the moment was there, everybody caught it. And you look around and all the heads are bobbing. You don't need to know anything else about them to know that's moving our souls all in the same way. We're, we paid to be here, maybe tickets were hard to get, we're unified by a common love of something, or maybe there's a long lineup outside of a uh, real nice breakfast spot, and you get in there and it smells good and everybody's happy to be there, oof, you know, you look around at tables, you hear people commenting, I wish I would have got that dish or this dish. Maybe somebody over their shoulder says, "Oh, is that one good? I was thinking about that. Which one is that? Oh, it's this. It was so. It was delicious. You got to get it next time." You bonded over a common love. You know, when you're when you're at a sporting event as a fan, not playing, you might see in the same row any kind of people, anybody you could imagine. People you would assume are a sports fan, people you would assume hate sports. They might all love it, and you know, LeBron. Goes off for another thirty point triple double, clutch moments, you know, hits a great shot or makes a great pass to a to a shooter in the corner for a three, boom, game winner. And the place goes buck wild and everybody is united over a common love. I think we need to get back to that. Yeah, I know there's challenges. I get it, I get it. We've heard a lot about the challenges but i don't want us to lose sight of how good it feels when everybody's at a beach together chucking a football or a frisbee around and you make some new friends and everybody ends up you know going out for dinner later or you know you exchange numbers and you end up just doing something fun together you know i i don't want to lose sight of going to a comedy show and looking around at people who otherwise have nothing in common and they don't need to have anything in common because they're individuals. Who knows what they do for work or fun or who they love and who cares? I don't care how they vote. When somebody is just killing it on stage, maybe it's an improv comedy show, and everyone is just crying, they're laughing so hard, it unifies people. So... I think we need to get back to positive affections. I'm not unified to people because we dislike the same things. Maybe in some loose sense. I'm unified to people on the most profound levels because we love the same things. I'm unified with people because our hearts, our affections, our souls are moved by the same things. You know, I think there's a reason why combat veterans see each other throughout the passage of their lives and they can relate on a level that no one else can understand or any unique experience. You know, people who built something together, people who created something together, people who were members of the same band, people who um, contributed to the same piece of performance art in some way. You all share something that binds you together. You know, even, even if it was a tragic thing and you all wept together, that binds you together in a profound way. Not with artificial material categories that are the focus of all this discussion, but, but on a much more human level, on a much more profound level. Because, yeah, I guess if we look at it another way, I was taught my whole life and I still believe you're not supposed to judge a book by the cover. If you want to know what's in a book, you should read it. Seems simple enough. But all the popular discourse these days is about judging books by their cover. That's what that's what should be the primary defining characteristics of people and I want to get back to reading the book. I want to say who are you brother? Who are you sister? Who are you friend? Who are you countryman? What do you love? Surely we can find something we we love together. Maybe I don't even love it yet. Maybe you love something I've never heard of. But I want to see you laugh at it. I want to see it make you cry if it's a you know if it's a performance that's just so heart-wrenching and points to something universal in the human experience. Teach me to love something new. And let me love you for introducing me to a new love. You know, I know we all get sideswiped by things. And it's so easy. Because it's because it's, like, it's like talking about the weather. Talking about things you hate. Oh, I hate that guy. Oh, uh, it's cheap. It's gross. It doesn't build up. It never can. I know it's pithy. I know it's trite. I know it's a bit of a throwaway to say, you know, hate tears down and love builds up and all that. So I don't, want to sp- I don't want to speak purely in abstraction, though, of course, in some sense what I'm saying is abstract because you can love any number of things. But I want to talk about and I want to see and I want to learn and I want to experience what makes your soul jump out of your body because you're so stoked. Oof, I've been waiting to see them in concert for years. They're finally here. I want to go with you. I want to I see what you love in it, and I want to love it too. And maybe, as I ask you questions about it, you have an opportunity to think about it in a new way, and you can even love the thing more that you already love. You, you get even a better version of it because you think it through in a new way. So you know what? I might not be a comedian. I might not be the funniest guy. But I'm so thankful that a lot of people are. And, you know, I've, I've been grateful all my life to know a very wide variety of people who love an awful lot of different things. Consequently, I love a lot of different things that I never would have known about before. So when, when things open up and we can go see people I hope we'll have the courage to go somewhere new, where someone like us isn't welcome, historically. Because all the rules are broken. You know, everything is, all, all the habits are gone. You know what, if there's a concert you wanted to go see, or a restaurant you wanted to go to, a place you wanted to go shop, uh, a book club you wanted to join, a men's league or a women's league you wanted to participate in, a gym you wanted to go to, I don't know. I don't know what. Anything. Anything. The thing that's going to get us out of this funk, the thing that's going to unify us, isn't politics. It won't do it. It's going to be loves. That's what's going to do it. Particular loves, not love in general, because that's not directed towards anything. The word sounds nice, but it's going to be about experiences of joy connected to something specific. Go learn how to cook a new kind of food that you've always thought was delicious, but... Never had the courage to try to cook yourself. Make new friends. Build new habits. Open your heart. And, uh, you know, if you've listened this far, I guess I want to thank you. I didn't prepare all that much for this. I'm just speaking from my heart. I say a lot of what I think. I very rarely say what I feel. And uh, it's quite a thing to ask somebody whose existence is fleeting like mine to listen to my unprepared thoughts on something. But, yeah, I, I really do I do hope I, I've added some value and said something that's true for all people, and that is that as we gain knowledge of things, we can love them. And the more knowledge we gain, the more we'll love them. And I hope you will laugh your hardest and love your hardest and that you will learn and understand and appreciate and grow new things. And the people who have developed whatever that thing is that appeals to you, I hope you'll devote yourself to it and create and produce and innovate and, and collaborate with others. And that that will be a productive enterprise that will add value to you and your, and your whole community and your friend groups and your families and everything. So anyways, it's going to be uh, an exercise in positive affections from me and, uh, and all my, my warmest blessings to you. I hope that you will be blessed. Take good care. And
0: anywhere we go, they gonna play this sound down, down. Say it ain't so, I can't put this down, down, down. When it comes to the road, I'll be the one to bound.
2: Thank you, Voice 14. His topic is the one that I picked for this episode. Next topic, I will post on my Instagram page, Honest Expression Pod. If you would like to submit your voice, email me at honest expression podcast at gmail.com. I'm going to let Dante take us out. Thank you for listening. Step through these you got that heat rocking, it's burning
0: through your shoulders. P for mofucks, rover campaigning, luxury destruction. Party till we level with the clouds in the sky. I you for everything, ain't nothing passing me by. And I know to play the coda, gotta get your quota. Baby, got that fatter, who matter, make me a hood Twisting private product. 808 for slaughter. Hit these niggas, the clique quitters, like I'm Jeremiah Trotter. That's just how we brought up. Written, got my blood up. Bending on these bars and ghosting on them like you are. Gotta wear your starter. I come up off the bench with it. Everybody drop top being spit it. You just say your friends did it. Hit it like 50 cent, did it? That's that power play, bitch. it. Stay, stay done, John Blaze, in it. Mental bin amazing it. Nigga never had no swagger, but the boy got better, So I gotta pitch in with it. That shit at large, like water on Mars. I need a home, not cars, been stressful guards. Put my best to the stars. Look for less, take charge. Hey, and anywhere we go.